Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. Welcome back to You Haven't Blinked That. Uh, we are going to discuss Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets movie. Forrest, what did you think of the movie? It was just okay. The movie? He didn't like it? Do you no, prefer I, the movie more or the book? I like the I like the book more. Okay. Um, but the, they, they still do the same thing. They're cutting the wrong shit out. What? Okay, what are they cutting out that you were mad about? Um, I like the whole Death Day. Oh, right. Yeah, they, they cut, cut out, that completely Because they cut out. that out, and then they they just literally, they go into like one part, and then they come out, and there's the cat hanging. These I, I feel like these books can just build tension up more, and they don't. And they introduce Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle, there I think. Or maybe a little bit before then in the bathroom. But like I get upset because the ghosts are... a big part of the books that I love mm-hmm. that are nowhere in the movie. And I feel like they cast John Cleese in that role and he's wasted. You're he's wasting completely John, wasted. You're, you're wasting John Cleese. Like you just, you don't even see him at the beginning of the book. You see him at the end when they're having the big party of, at, in the book and it's just like, and he's just walking through and they're like, hey, what's up? And he just kind of points at a kid and it's just like, tilts his head. And tilts then, his head. Yeah. yeah. Cause, and I'm just like, you're wasting John Cleese. Where, yeah. the, where the fuck, you, you, why even make that John Cleese? Yeah. yeah like, Peeves is not in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, they kind of gloss over, okay, what else are you upset about um, book to movie? The the whole eavesdropping scene, um, that Harry, where Harry is, uh, goes yeah. into the wrong, we, we talked about it in the last podcast, he goes into the wrong part of town, Yeah, and he's eavesdropping on, on Lucius Malfoy. There's um, times where Potter's curio- curiosity irritates the crap out of me. Okay, what do you mean by that? Like, there's times where, like... He wouldn't be in so much trouble or issues if he wasn't too more into like solving the mystery, but I guess that's what the books are. So yeah, work. and that's they don't play that up in those bo- those movies at all. Like you yeah. can introduce these kids to noir, do it, and they don't. Ju- they pull tension at the wrong time, but they pull too. I feel they just pull too much and expect it to be. Like it's it's in one spot, and they want to pull it to make it five more spots higher, yeah. but they want to do it. In one spot rather than gradually build it up. What did you think about the age growth of the actors? I think there's not much you can do with that. They, you know, the movie takes a year, year and a half. It was a bit of a shock because they age pretty much like. But you can't, there's not much you can do with that. They're just going to, they're going to, they're going to grow. Yeah. So you can't change that. I mean, until they get to a certain point. It was one of those where it's like, damn, they should have just like filmed these back to back. Especially the first two. I mean, they just look like babies in the first movie. This other one, they're already teenagers. And you're like, damn, like, yeah, it's so quick. But, yeah, there's nothing you could do. It's just, visually, it's just weird between one and two. And I, I felt Hogwarts looked darker. 
They made Hogwarts look a lot darker in this one. But this is also a way darker story. Yeah, plus it'll continue to look darker as it goes on. Okay. Like, this, like the director changes the castle aspect in the third one, so mm-hmm. it's not going to look as clean and pristine as the first, the first version theater. of yeah. the castle. So, uh, okay, so visually, what did you think? There's a lot more magic being used in this movie. A lot more magic. That was something that kind of that kind of irked me too. Is is that does every spell they get cast on somebody have to knock them back like ten fucking feet? <laughs> like they use Obliviate on on Gilderoy, and it just makes them forget things. But when you forget things, do you have to fall back ten feet? Well, you forgetting a lot of things. It, that's going to be a powerful spell. But I think that's more visually. Story wise, okay. Here's something I'll say. No, they know they use Obliviate in number seven, and nobody gets knocked back ten feet. You know what? True, but you're also dealing with kids using the spells now, where you're dealing with a witch. T no, and and no, when he uses Obliviate at the end, he's using Ron's wand, and it oh, knocks back it, yeah, on yeah. himself. It's not him. It's not. Well, that you got the you got the wand that's that's broken though. No, I. But still, regardless, regardless of what, no, like it's just. That's, if okay, okay, you're trying to fine tune a spell with a broken he, wand. No, 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 no. Yeah, you no, try to use this no, delicate no. spell off the wand, and it's broken. It's gonna bounce back. It, it, no, it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't do that at all. What do you mean? The core itself refines the spell. The fucking wand is broken. That still wouldn't make him uh, a. Uh, uh, a spell that makes you forget everything won't make you fall backwards. Oh my god. Have you not seen any Looney Tune cartoons where the gun uh, puts a barrel, like, carried inside of it, and you shoot it, and this giant explosion pops out on the backside? Same thing. It is not the same thing. Oh my god. You shoot a blank. And Are you going to Brandon Lee this conversation no, right I'm now? No, I'm not going to Brandon Lee this <laughs> conversation right now. But if you shoot a blank... And a bullet doesn't fly out and hit somebody. If it's you know, if it's something just if it's just a sound, is the sound gonna make you fly backwards? One hundred percent. No. If you're shooting a gun and it's just a blank and it's not shooting anything out, it's right. It's just sound. a bullet will will make you fall back. We'll say a bullet will make you fall it, the back. The recoil's there, but there's not that much of a recoil. I never shot a blank. I have no idea. It's just like shooting a bullet. There's I'll a recoil. Probably. I think it's. I don't know. I just go shoot guns. We did that. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. Back to the story. Uh, I'm just mad about these wands. Magic-wise, what do you think of the CGI used in this? Like, the cake in the beginning? Where it has, like, it. it's an artificial cake. You can tell it's a fake cake. Does that bother you? I can tell in this one that the sorting hat, I felt like the sorting hat in this one was CGI. Okay. I don't feel like the first one in, in the first movie was CGI. I, I think thought that was, it was a puppet. puppet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, a puppet. <laughs> yeah. But the I I felt like this one was totally CGI. Or Joe Dobby. But that that's fine. That's that. How the fuck are you gonna make that? No, well, I'm just saying. Like, there's a lot of times. Like, we're talking about movie wise. So visually, things are gonna be take pull you in or out of like the story. The whole effects. Special don't, effects. Uh, 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 the special effects are uh, like the last thing I'm gonna bitch about. Okay. I feel like that should be something people should bitch about. If you're going to do it, do it the best if you can. Otherwise, 
figure out a way around it. Do you know what I mean? Because if the CGI is just adequate or just meh, it pulls me right out of the story. It pulls you out that much. It does. What what what's another example of something that did that to you? Star Wars. The first one? No, the prequels where everything is CGI. Everything's CGI. The only thing that's not CGI is just the actors. The backgrounds, everything like it, oh, they, it, yeah. it just is so artificial and they're not interacting with their environment. It just looks fake to me. And it pulls me right out. Maybe that's why I hate it. I don't know. But there's a lot of that in this one. I feel like there's a lot more CGI in this one than there was in the first one. Right, because there's more magic in this. So, what did you think of... Uh, well, I feel like we've already discussed a lot of this already because we were talking about the book in the last okay. podcast. So, like, any... What things that you loved about the movie? I'm, I always like the music. It's, it's John Williams' music. You can tell... And when you watch when you watch the the sound when you watch the the movie and with the music, uh-huh. you can for as good as George Lucas was at Star making the, you know, the first Star Wars movie, and Steven Spielberg is good at making like everything he uses John Williams music on, which is a lot of the early stuff, which is a lot of the stuff I like from him anyway. They're good, but that music is what makes a lot of those moments. Okay. The theme from Jaws makes Jaws. You know what I mean? I, I feel the the music when they were when they were freeing Harry Potter from the Dursleys. Okay. I like that a lot. The very suspense, very stringies. Yeah. Yeah. Like the opening to the Harry Potter movies is I believe called Hedwig's Song. And like, you know, like, yeah, like the great least, themes. Yeah. The, well, great, that theme I'm not I, I'm just kind of like meh on that theme in general. Because they but do the music, kind of overplay it a lot. Yeah. How about story-wise? What's going on? Um, well, I didn't... Much like how I didn't feel like the first movie needed to be two and a half hours, this movie didn't need to be two hours and 40 minutes long. Okay, so you're saying, like, you're, you're upset that they cut out the wrong things. Like, what what other examples are you talking about? Like, you talk about... Because it, it got the story across. I mean, you, you, it's the diaries there. Mm-hmm. You see... If you watch the movie, you see Lucius drop the second book inside the the little cauldron bag that they had. Yeah. I mean, so you see, like, him planting the book. You know, it just... You see the castle. You, the you castle can, itself is that, darker. But, like, yeah, no, I, 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 the lighting-wise, it's darker. Yeah. It's more creepier. You see more of uh, the classes. Like, I like the, the man drinks. Like, when you actually see them, they look pretty cool. Yeah, that actually didn't bother me for as much as the... You know what I mean? Like, I, the that classes? Was, I, I think that they did a good, was a good amount. I, I felt they overdid the classes in the first one. They don't... I don't feel they build the tension like they could in these stories. Do you feel like the Quidditch in the movie was still too much? Um, I think there was too much Quidditch, but it was a better Quidditch scene. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, over Quidditch. Uh, we didn't talk about this in the book-wise, but what was... Did you think Snape was being the... The, the heir? Co- yeah. No, I didn't think it was Snape. What did you think of the because part? Because if, they, if, they, if, they if they were trying to get that across, they needed to have him in the book more. He's not in the book, or, is nearly, or in this movie, nearly as much as he was in the last movie. Two hours and forty minutes is a fucking long time to sit through any type of even like the, those Batman movies, the, the the Nolan movies. I love the Nolan movies, but too we, long. they could have cut the the last one could have been cut down by fucking half hour at least. Let's see. Um, I didn't see Kenneth Branagh as Gilderoy. Like when I, I I what I do in a lot of books, and I'm not doing it with these ones because I'm trying to since we're talking about them a lot more. Uh-huh. I'm trying to differentiate. Usually, if if, if books has already been made into a movie, or if they're going to make it into a movie. 
I will see who's playing that character, and I will use that as the voice as I'm reading it. I'm trying not to. I'm not doing uh, it in okay. this because you're I, doing the audible. I'm doing the audible audio books of it, so I'm trying not to do that. So like I knew Kenneth Branagh was coming up. I mentioned it when we talked about the first Harry Potter book, uh, but I didn't know where he was coming up, so I didn't even expect him to be in this next one so fast. Like, yeah. and I didn't see Does it you, as Lockhart as Lockhart. Yeah, and I didn't see you know I didn't see him as that when I when, after I finished the book I went back to see who. Who's gonna play him? But it didn't. It's weird because like that's not, those aren't most of the movies I see him in. Uh-huh. Like those aren't the parts that he plays. Okay. He does a lot of Shakespeare. Okay. He's in you know he's in Dunkirk. He's, I thought um, he did a great job as being this like. Yeah, and it, 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 no, and he, it just shows how good of an actor he is because yeah. I've seen him. Like I said, I've seen him in shit tons of Shakespeare. Um, have you ever seen Dead Again? No. Oh, we. I don't know it well enough to do it on here. Uh huh. But that's a fucking movie to watch. Dead Again? Okay, we'll check it out. Dead Again is a great movie. Um, what was I going to say? Because, yeah, the the moment I see him, like, <coughs> where he let out the... Oh, what was that scene? The Pixies? The Cornish Pixies? Oh, the the Purple Gremlins? Yeah. They and looked. The, they just looked like Gremlins to me. They just looked like Purple Gremlins to me. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, the moment, like, I liked his acting where he just, like, panicked... And he did it so well where he was just like, okay, I'll leave the rest of them up to you three. And he runs yeah. up into his office. But my beef for that also is I, I always felt writing, you need to check in on your characters. And there's a big, like, 40 minutes where you don't see him. There's a huge chunk of this movie where he just doesn't pop up. Yeah. They, they do it well in the book. It's like a garden. You gotta check on the whole, you gotta check on the whole garden. Right. You can't just check on them every once in a while. What did you think of what Tom Riddle looked like? Did you, is that the, like how you pictured him in the book? Is it like... Not really. Okay, well, what, what would you, what's difference? Or what's difference between your, like, your mind's eye and like visually like... Because to me he just seems like a, a rather older boy that he should have been playing. You know what I mean? Do they use that same actor throughout the rest of the movie? Yeah, I because think they do. is he still playing him as the high school memory thing? Or is it... It's, it's a, so that so he's gonna look like he's fucking twenty one because they're going five movies in. More, there's five more movies, six if you're because the second one's two parts. If they use that actor, I mean, he's gonna be like a man playing a sixteen year old, like it's Dawson's fucking Creek. Movies tend to swap out characters, but like they they do it so well that you don't really notice it. You know what I mean? Harry mem- remembering his mom. The actors that play his mom, I think, differ a bunch. Soon, Dumbledore will be played by a different actor. But that's just I because because he died because Richard died. Harris died. Yeah, double. You have to do it. That's a, it's a big. That's a big part of the book. Right, but that's, so that wouldn't take that. That's later on. But that, I know it's later on, and that wouldn't even bother me because you it know the, again that's why. Because what are they going to do? Fucking dig up Richard Harris? Yeah, CGI him. They won't even CGI fucking Carrie Fisher. And you're going to have him CGI. <laughs> they they can just CGI Carrie Fisher. Yeah, the book itself is like okay, cool. I feel like this is the beginning of the story yeah, I mean, yeah everything you know, that's happening now Bishop, there, Bishop, there was too much setup in the first movie this one i feel this movie didn't have enough setup oh okay like you just felt like the what they just dived they into just, yeah there's lots of they just the dive movie into wise or story wise movie wise like movie, the movie because okay. yeah, yeah. where they cut where like i said they cut they cut too much out but they cut the wrong things like because and this is made for the kids and they're just always assuming like okay the kids already know the story so let's just Skip but all that. That's not but how you, for but, movie but, wise, yeah, I feel but that's like not it's. How, yeah, great. The kids fucking know it. But if you're if you're bringing your parents who aren't into it, like if your parents are going to go see it, make it good for them too. 
Uh, let's see, what else can I talk about about this movie? Um, I, like I said, I still felt the car part was stupid. The car part, I didn't like it, because it's, it's different. Well, like, it's not as, like... Not that it's even different. Like, I always hate that thing where they're, like, thrills and spills. Like, you're going to kill the main character like in the first... It, like, like it's, it's forced. forced it, it, they're gonna, danger. Like, they're going to kill him in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, they're going to have him fall out of the car. They could have. They, they were not going to kill him in the first 15 minutes. They could have. You didn't know that. We're on this journey together. So though he's the boy who lived for 15 minutes? <laughs> But no, like, I, I always hate that. Like, that's a two-minute scene you could have used for something else. Or you could have just cut it out of the fucking movie. You can have them still crash and break his wand that way. I, did, I did like watching Ron and Harry with the trolleys at the platform nine and three quarters and crash into yeah, that the was actual pretty... wall. Because yeah. you know they actually just had to just run and do it. They had to do it, so you know that... <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch that scene again... The cage on Harry's owl, his owl cage, pops open, and that bird would have been dead 100%. Because he <laughs> flops in that thing before they cut away. Look at the conductor. I'm okay with things cutting fast, but I don't think... I, I The cuts are... Maybe just the way they cut, it's weird. Maybe like just the way they edit it, it's cut. The editing is weird. If you actually sit down and watch it, it's like the I cuts did. are... You know, yeah. But if like if you focus on the editing, it's a little weird. Like, they cut out at the wrong spots. and then Maybe you, that's what it is. That's, that's off for me. Yeah. Is that they're cutting off. But they still... Like, they did it a half a second too early. Yeah. I feel like this movie same thing with the book it focuses on things that could have been just quicker and like they they lean on it too much because it'll pop up later on in the stories like the whomping willow that was a very long scene i mean that could have been cut down pretty quick they do like i like how they snuck back in and snape catches them now it's kind of a Kind of a cliche way of them doing it, how they do it in the book, where mm-hmm. it's they are in there and they're talking shit. See, and that's that's something that, that's the only tension you get from Snape in this in that book, yeah, and in this movie is, and they could have they could have had him sneak in, you know, kind of looking in the hall like while everybody's eating and you know, while they're talking, thinking about how they're going to sneak their way in, uh-huh. and they're talking shit on Snape because they don't see Snape, and he gets him and, and pulls him in the office. That's what you can use because they kind of because you're trying to build that trust between Ron and Harry again. Uh-huh. Use that for them to bond over. They got in trouble together over something. Use that scene where they're sneaking in and kind of having to trust each that the other person's not gonna a make a sound and fuck it up, fuck it up for both of them. You know they're gonna end up getting caught anyway. Them you know having to trust each other, not getting in, not not the other one getting in trouble, not the other one knocking shit over, not the other one not knowing how to sneak into somewhere and do that. You know and show that they. They can work as a team. Yeah. Like that's one way they can you can show that they're working as a team and they're building trust back up. Them getting caught by Snape. So there's so many things you can do. You can build tension. You can you can have them bond. They don't show those moments so you can see these things for the world. That's maybe where I feel like I'm being cheated. I'd rather see moments between characters in a world that you can build while still showing those moments. I get that, but I don't know, dude. Like it's this is the movie where all the pratfalls and the setups. You stop seeing them. I mean, because when you watch this movie, everything's kind of like, we're setting this up for this. And you can see the scene build and you can see it form. Like uh, like the when you see the pixies, when they come in, mm-hmm. when you see that dragon skeleton hanging okay. up, you know that thing's going to fall okay. any second. But like, assume, okay, but assuming... Even if you haven't read the book, you can see it and you're like, that thing's just 
obviously obnoxiously just there for something to happen to it. And then obviously, but if I didn't give a shit about reading the books and I was just going into the movies, I think I would have probably stopped after this movie. If I wasn't reading the books in between. Okay. If I was just watching the movies, it's like you are okay. So you're making these movies just for the people who read the books, which was a shit ton of people. Don't get me wrong. But how are you converting somebody who like me, who was like, this is fucking stupid. I don't want to read. You know what? I know a lot of people that did just dip out after the first one. They were out of the yeah, first one. Yeah, and I, I, I said, I don't even know if I would have made it. If maybe I wouldn't even made it to the second one. The third one completely just changes everything. Like, because okay. I think that's when they're like, okay, let's kind of get. Plus, it's a great story, and like this, everything's different. The school's more interesting, interesting to look at visually. Everything's the, the costuming's more. I'm trying to remember because I remember they're not in the school for a lot of it, though, right? Or are they still in the school for a lot of it? They're in the school for a lot of it. Okay, then maybe I'm thinking of something. Okay, but there's parts of it where they're not in the school during the normal Pro- school year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what, that's we'll what, we'll that's, talk about. That's it. We'll talk about say. later. Yeah. No, this movie I thought visually it was it introduced characters. Okay, I mean, I like the way they look. I like the you costumes know, they, that they, they use. They do. They do. This dope. this one like made the costumes when you look at it look dope. Like when you see Slytherin come out to the pitch to like, hey, like, yeah, we got this letter from Snape saying we could practice and blah blah blah. That's, they look the good, I, and that's something I felt like they could have. That's something I felt they could have been a bit of a longer scene. That that whole that scene, scene, yeah. Between them, because there's a lot... That's another scene I actually liked from the book. Yeah. Actually, They're actually yeah. in the middle of practice, and Slytherin goes, get the fuck off. We're, we're, gonna, we're here now. Yeah, I was kind Rather of thinking more like, of that. But like, it, it wasn't. Do that scene so well. Have it where they're in the middle of practice. You, they don't even show them practicing. They just show them walking up, and then them walking up, and then they'll be like, you don't get to use it. Check this shit out. I got a letter. Yeah. It hits more if they're in the middle, and they're doing their shit, and then they're just like, nope, get out. Leave. Yeah. And then the whole mud blood part hits more, too. Yeah, where he's like, that's where he, that's where he drops mud blood. Yeah, I mean, just so much more tension and and all of this all together, and just they they're cutting the wrong parts in lieu of just trying to build this world. And I feel like they're just forcing this world on you rather than rather than it unfolding like it should. I, right. I feel like it can unfold. You can make it unfold gradually. The movie Manchester by the Sea. I started yes. watching it. Okay, I'm like that movie unfolds. In. That movie is great, and it unfolds so well. I'm 20 minutes in, so don't Okay, so movie. okay, he has to go back to that. So he's he's working as the janitor at that school. He right. has the call that his his, his brother. brother dies and he has to go take care of his, the, his nephew. nephew. But when he gets to the hospital, he's just there and he's kind of talking about the brother and then he kind of it's just kind of slowly it's exposition, but I feel it's exposition done really well and then he kind of mentions his ex-wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he kind of does that, and it's just the way the conversation goes between because he hasn't been natural, back. It's yeah. natural, and it unfolds. It's like okay, he hasn't been back because of the next wife. Why doesn't he been back because of the next wife? And they slowly unfolds, and you find out you know what happens. And I'm not gonna, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna stop there because that's about what I told you is about twenty minutes in. Yeah. So. And I feel like that you can do that, but just keep the tension. You don't have to, like I said, you don't have to yank it. Like just gradually, just pull it. That's how you do it. You just a little. You can do a little at a time. And I don't feel they do a little at a time. I feel like okay, okay, we're we're doing we're world building, we're world building, we're building. And here's you know here's the tension we should have been pulling back up. Right. I'm thinking as children's stories, 
that I've read okay. that had that. And I okay. can't think of anything. Okay. Um, I'm thinking did you ever, I'm maybe think. Jeremy Thatcher, the Dragon Hatcher, Dragon Egg Hatcher. That one kind of like you, you see like you know like he gets an egg, he buys an egg, and blah blah blah, and then like slowly but surely like shit starts happening. It's probably like popping it, away. It, it starts out. going. It, yeah, it, starts it hatches. Away, then it hatches and it starts growing. Yeah, and that's you have that egg analogy to use for the story as you know as things as the stakes get up higher. I don't feel like they move the stakes at the right pace. See, I think I think the problem with the story wise on this, where you're getting upset about. Is that like J.K. had to like split up her attention? You know what I mean she could have focused mainly on like tension and all that stuff, but she also has to world build too. Like he, but you can he, still he, do that. I don't think yes, you, you can. You can build tension and you can do that. You tension to build tension. You just need a few sentences here and there. And I and I know that's kind of like an offhand way to say it, but you can if you're doing it right, which I feel she can probably do it right. It's not that hard to fix. And in the movie, like, uh, we're talking about the movie, so we'll stick yeah. to the movie then, that's fine. They could have, there's so much tension you can you can build in that. And I'll say, if you're talking, budget. I should, wish I would have pulled out the budget to see, like, because, it, you mean, cause like, yeah, you're right. Because they could have, like, skimped on, like, the Pixies scene. That was, I get where it's like, oh, it's intriguing because there's pixies. Do like, that or cut that scene in half. Cut the, yeah. Just assume, you, you're going to assume that they're going to get them all. Yeah. You don't have to use show that them money, get them all. Yeah, use that money to budget for, like, maybe a better Quidditch. You don't even... But it, it's... Some of it, it doesn't even need to be a special effects thing. I mean, you can... But, but a lot like, of it, too, you can see that a lot of the budget it, was used on the, the, the sets and the costumes. Because that Quidditch outfit for all those kids that are there... You see it for maybe a minute, and then it's gone. You know what I mean? That's just money just used and thrown out. You, you could have skipped that scene if you needed to and put something else in it. Like, you don't... I like Quidditch, but I feel like if you're going to focus on story-wise, to make a better story, you could dip that, kept, kept that out. You know what I mean? It doesn't cost money to write a better story. So, your issue, then, is with the screenplay writers... I would, I don't want to say that because I've seen what he's written and I know he's written some good shit. <laughs> so I'm not going to be like, fuck this guy. It's on the director and the editor. Okay. It's not and on the you'll see the, like, it and switches I, I, I between. Know it switches. And I know, yeah. I, I know you keep telling me it switches and I, and I get that. If your director is Christopher Columbus. And he, he rapes and pillages Indians? No, he doesn't rape and pillages. It's Chris Columbus. It's. He he made he directed Gremlins. Oh, he I direct, we're talking about fourteen ninety two. No, we're not talking about fourteen ninety two. He he made Home Alone. I don't, I don't know if he made the second one, but at least made the first Home Alone movie. You know what? But I know that both of them have sailed the ocean blue. Go ahead. Anyway, so he he at this point he knows how to make a movie. Yeah, he knows how to make a movie. He knows he made Gremlins. Gremlins is there's not a lot of world to build in Gremlins. You're you know in small you're in a small town. Yeah, see, but I feel like the special effects in Gremlins. Is way better than Harry Potter. If, if so, the first Gremlins. Well, and those are all Muppets. Yeah. Maybe practical effects should be an issue. But when you see Hermione as a cat... Was that CGI? That's makeup. Is that makeup? That's makeup. It looked weird. Right? Like, there's there's a lot of things about, like, this movie that, like, I feel like the special effects, the special effects should have been way better. But, like, it's a weird thing where it's not... The first movie made probably made a shit ton of money. Yeah, and then that's why they're like, we're making all, all of these. Them. Yeah, that's fine. They're making all the they're making all the movies. All of these movies, we're gonna make a shit ton of money, no matter what. Yeah, 
because, you know, like you said, it was a phenomenon. Fine, then. But uh, like I said, you don't... It doesn't cost money to write a better movie. Yeah, the book's there. The book is good. I mean, and, and, and but I also, like, like you said, have your issues but, like, with the books, too. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, it's why aren't you using this tension? These, these characters don't But feel... would you be more upset if they changed the book and added tension where it wasn't in the book? Like, I'd be... Hacked. No, but I, that's my beef with the book, is that there's there's there can be so much more tension that can you can slowly pull and do... You know that's what I want change in the book is like there there should be so much more tension these these just, it just feels like we're going on this adventure, okay, like go on the adventure but begrudgingly go on this adventure, maybe not begrudgingly but you should be more unsure. All that tension that could be grown between you know there's already tension between Draco and Harry, okay, right. like I said Harry can have there can there should be tension between Ron and Harry after that parcel tongue thing. In the book there is for like like we went over the book one there is for a bit. And then, but but they get over it really fast. In the movie, they talk about it for two seconds, and then it's like, oh, we'll just fucking use it again in the Chamber of Secrets. Ron's telling him just to go and use it, but Ron should be begrudgingly telling him to use it because he's not cool with it. Right, because it's, it's... It's it's one of those things that's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, he shouldn't be cool with as much as half the shit that he is. He, he should have some distress in Harry at that point, and that's why I keep saying, you know, he it, that's something that needs to be reversed also. Yeah, his, his his he Harry would have so much more distress in in Ron and Hermione. Maybe not as much Hermione as much as as Ron, but you know, I mean, there would have to be some distress in these people that are saying he's his, they're his friends, and you know, just in, in if ju- you would have written these books, I feel like Harry would just be the Neville Longbottom of the story, just out over there by himself doing his own thing. No, I don't think he'd be the Neville Longbottom. I wouldn't have written him as Neville Longbottom. He has... like I see where you're getting. I see where you're getting at, but at the same time, like by changing those aspects but, of Harry, no, it wouldn't be the Neville. You're Longbottom. gonna you're gonna have to like dramatically change the story. But he, so. he wouldn't be the Neville Longbottom because shit doesn't happen to Neville Longbottom. Shit happens to Harry Potter. Yeah, because shit wouldn't happen to Harry if he didn't. No, shit would happen regardless because in the first book, they know he's Harry Potter. He can still be standoffish. Like he needs to be, but that teacher's gonna know he's Harry Potter, and that teacher's gonna have the Voldemort head in the in the first book. In the, right. in the first book, you know that teacher's gonna know he's gonna oh. have the fucking Voldemort on the back head that's on the back of his of his turban. He's gonna be like, "That's Harry Potter. Go fucking do something to him. Go. You need to get him for me. I'm telling you to get him." Yeah. So they're not saying he's not saying, "Oh, there's Neville. Go get Neville." They're gonna tell him, "Go get Harry Potter." So yeah, using that theory. Uh, it, it, no, but I, I was mainly just saying like the fact that like you would make him the devil because like if he distrusted his friends, like then he would just be no, by but himself. That's, that, but then that's how you do it. He has to learn like to to, to defeat the guy to defeat Voldemort. He has to learn to trust Ron. You and can't Hermione. see this, but I'm rolling my eyes. You're not rolling your eyes. You're just saying you're wrong. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, that's I, how you. Okay. Because as they go into the basement or whatever the fuck it was called yeah, like, the, dungeon. Was the dungeon to do all that he has to be able to trust everybody if he doesn't take care of of that teacher that's he's gonna get killed so he has to learn to trust these people to, to succeed you know what i mean and that's my beef is that he's immediately just too trusting so by the end of that book after they've had this adventure that's their friends that's his buddy he knows he can trust them because they tr- he trusted them with his life he had to trust them with his life and they were able to succeed when he did. He has that trust in them. And then he goes to the way for the summer and doesn't get any letters from them at all. They had this 
fucking great adventure, and he gets no letters at all because Dobby was taking him. Right. And so, he, but he needs to interpret it as, oh well, we just did this thing, and you yeah. don't give a shit. Like, you guys are dicks. like you guys are you assholes are just not gonna do anything. Like this is, this is how this is going. You yeah. just don't care. You know, even if that's happening, so then he has to go back into that mode. He goes back into that mode of, well, no one gives a fuck about me. They, those, they give a fuck about me as much as the Dursleys give a fuck about me. As things happen, you know, as he finds more things out, he will gain some more of that trust. If you are going back into that state and do, and some fucking house elf comes and tells you, oh, yeah, oh, I stopped all those letters from coming to you. If someone comes up to you and tells you something that crazy, you just go like, what? No, even if you live in a wizarding world, like, you're still not in the wizarding world. You don't know what the fuck the house elf is. Right. You can guess. If someone, if, if you're just hanging out in your house, and this fucking elf pops up and goes, oh yeah, well your friends, they like sent you letters, but and I fucking stopped fucks them. with you the entire time. Yeah. Just and just not to go to school. Yeah, to get you not go to school. Like, are you gonna, what are you gonna believe? You know what I mean? Like, you can tell me to, that, but it's, it, it, it's not, it's just, it feels too easy. It, yeah. you, it, it just feels too easy. So, you gain more of that trust, Harry gains more of that trust back as the Weasleys save him. As, you know, they, they let him stay in his house for a bit. He slowly gets some of that trust back as they steal the car together, which is stupid as I think that, that that is, as they steal the car together, as they sneak back into the school and get caught together. Like, that's how he builds his trust back up with Ron. Then, you know, things are going great. They've built their trust back up together. They're in that class, and he starts using Parseltongue. Then Ron's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. You're doing that? You make you reverse it partway through the book. Like halfway through that's like halfway through the book, right? Right. Halfway through the book, you reverse that. There's your halfway point in the book where something has to change. Your best friend all of a sudden doesn't trust you because the most hated he's you're doing something that the, someone in the most hated house should is, is, is doing. doing. Right. So still having the issues with Draco and but also Things that he's part, he should be in that house. There's that, there's those moments right, where he feels like he should be a Slytherin. Ron, you know, your 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 best friend is kind of looking at you like, no, maybe you should. Right. Like, maybe I shouldn't be friends with you. And he needs to have that that distrust. Ron has to go and be able to trust Harry later. Yeah. Because he has to go save his sister. These are all great things to use, but they don't they don't follow up on them. Like they don't they don't they don't they just kind of touch on it. Oh, I'm gonna pat that. And then I'm going to kind of go over here and, and pat this. What do you think now that from what's going on, what you know of the story, and going back to the Sword in the Hat, where the Sword in the Hat was debating whether how, which house to put it in? Because the Sword yeah, in the Hat yeah, was talks- leading towards Slytherin the entire time. Yeah. But then but- Harry really wanted Gryffindor, and he took that into consideration yeah. and picked it aside. Like, does that change your view on like the two stories? How, like... No, because that that was one of those things that well, and they kind of and again they use that throwaway line at the end of the book of oh well, it picks Slytherin for you for two seconds because you have some of the air you have some of the air Slytherin's powers and you got transferred to you when you were a baby and you for whatever reason was able to block whatever he was going to do to you. Right. You could have you can either have kept that going on longer, but they decided to use it as a throwaway line, which I'm sure will come up again later. I thought they overdid it with Ron's wand, with as much as they were cutting, as fast as they were cutting things, they didn't need to have it, like, malfunction as much as it did in the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I think they, that was just a gimmick for them to, like, oh, yeah, let's but just it keep was, the joke going. But, but yeah, it, 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 when you, you, need, when you, you use it in a book, 
like you can you can spread those moments out and that's fine but if yeah. you're doing it every 20 minutes it's like no it was funny the first time like when he when he tries to what he tries to turn something into an animal and it doesn't turn all the way oh yeah where he takes scabbers and turns them into yeah. the ah oh, shit i forget the name of the spell turns them into the water glass Professor McGonagall is way too nice in the movies. Uh, yeah, I wanted her more bitchier. Yeah, like I think she's like the first movie. I think she's like you said, it's close to the book. Yeah, like it is. But she's super, super nice, and I and I feel like the I feel whatever like she's I like, feel like, like a loving grandmother they, in the movie more than she should be. Whatever they established for the teachers in the first movie, uh-huh. they hardly use those personalities in the second. Yeah, completely different. Snape is consistently pissed off and just annoyed with Harry throughout the whole first movie hmm. and he kind of gets him he gets him in trouble kind of at the beginning and that's the only time yeah there's no interaction with the that's what, like the, the you'll notice like the out of the entire school the faculty as well as the students they'll slowly start being less and less part of the movies and that's kind of a bummer because they make the whole story I, I always read Wikipedia after a movie after I read it just to see if there's anything I pick up did you know Frank Oz Almost directed it, but had no interest at all. Really? Yeah. I would have been way more happier with that. I I think Frank Oz makes good movies. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the book unfolded better than the first book did, and the first movie did. Uh-huh. But I don't feel like this movie unfolded well. And then, yeah, knowing the time frame of that movie, that's a long time to be on a movie. And the one thing that I thought was funny, is, and it's just something I saw, is the... Basilisk at the end. Why does it come out of David Crosby's mouth? <laughs> it just looked like David Crosby to me, and I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. So, I'm gonna say something. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but that thing, that mouth, that face, is something that pops up later. J.K. Rowling demanded they do and get it in the movie. Okay. Because she was very adamant that it needed to be in it. Doesn't pop up again. So, like, I wasn't sure whether, like, it was part of her design and she changed it. Because I watched these movies thinking, knowing where the ending is and seeing where she probably changed her mind or moved things around. Because there's a part in the, there's, like, a, a bunch of clues in the books and then in the movies that, lead to certain storylines that she never really touches back again, but they're still in the background of the story. Okay. And we'll talk about that at the very end because I have a bunch of, like, cool little conspiracy theories and connections that all kind of intertwine between all the books. But once we once finish we, all of them... We'll yeah. get there. We'll kind of get there when we kind of wrap everything up. Exactly. Okay, anything else for us that you want to bring up about this fantastic movie that you love so much it was just okay i didn't really like it that are long. you how are you feeling about the next story hopeful meh just okay now we're just getting through it or is this where are you at i'm still listening to him i'm not gonna stop listening to him and, and checking them out yeah but it where are you though i mean like obviously you're gonna listen to them because you already said you are so it's are you just kind of like eh i'm doing it because i have to or is this just more like are you enjoying the story at all um like I said, I enjoy the noiry parts of the book, and I wish it was translated better into the movie. This book was better than the first one. If you're going to do show noir stories, or, or you know, write noir stories, then write noir stories. I just want to slap you with all the books right now. I want to stab you with every wand in this book. <laughs> and with that, 
Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, stay tuned for our next show next week.